practice. This is probably something I should have deleted from the <laughs> template. Um, but essentially what I'm doing here is discussing my hot take and how it influences how we work at Central Metric. So first off, we start almost every client engagement with an audit of the buyer journey from the perspective of the buyer, but considering the seller. So as the buyer, when I go to the website and put my information in, how fast does the email come? When do I hear from sales? When I do hear from sales, are they selling or are they giving me solutions? Are they giving me helpful information? If I get an email that's an invite to a meeting, why would I ever take this meeting? Is there any value beyond it? Uh, and so we want to, and we use a, kind of semi-proprietary way of doing this. Essentially, we just put it in Excel like everyone else does. Um, but we help our clients map that out stage by stage, status by status, row by row, so that you are aligning your buyer journey to... So you're uh, aligning your journey to your buyer and not the other way around. Second, we add value by improving the buyer journey through process automation and optimization. So once you know at least have a good estimation of what those steps will be from a given buyer, you can start to raise your technology and process and people to meet them there, give them the information they need and help them move along that journey. And then thirdly, as a policy across the board, we do not make tech recommendations unless the process for that technology has been mapped out in advance. Uh, I'm pr pretty sure that point sounds like a broken record by now. Uh, so, the key takeaway that I think everyone should go home with from this little presentation is that if you don't pave the road that your buyers take to your solution, they will take another road. Uh, and that doesn't even necessarily mean that they'll go with the competitor. They might solve the problem themselves. Uh, if you're a service provider, they might hire someone full-time to do it, but they will not understand the value of their of your solution until you show them value repeatedly over time and help shepherd them towards a decision. So how can you use this information? You know, this is all cool. You want to make your buyer journey more applicable to the buyer. You want to meet them where they're at. So I think first thing you can do, if you want to do this yourself, uh, I have put together a free buyer journey blueprint workshop. Joe just put the link to the page. Uh, it is not a scheduled event. It is a workshop that you can take at your own pace. It's essentially a video and three to four templates that you can use right away. So feel free to take and use those, compare, compare them to ones you've done in the past, let me know what comes out. Uh, secondly, you could schedule some time with me. I literally could talk about this stuff all day. Uh, so feel free to hit me up either in the comments here on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm the only person with my name on LinkedIn and we can set some time so that we can review your buyer journey and make sure that it is you know, doing all of these things. Uh, and that is the end of my little presentation here. So Joe, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Awesome job. Um, look, this is so applicable to so many businesses because even in my own situation, you get so drowned in trying to automate things and move things from one stage to another or thinking about all the little operational stuff that you're not really paying attention to what the customer is actually getting as the output of all that, yeah. right? So how are what are some ways that you are are kind of helping influence these businesses to to break 
from some of those old habits, whether it's the the operational user, the person that's in the systems, or it's even some of the executives that you're talking to that are looking at these as a bigger problem and not maybe even realizing it's because HubSpot's not sending a trigger at the right time. Like, how are you, how are you influencing these conversations with businesses? Yeah, I think um, one of my favorite tactics in in this argument is like, show it to me, you know, like literally I have brought up on a founder call. Okay, hey, I'm a prospect. I just put my name on your site. There's no email in my inbox. I haven't heard from sales. There's no chat bot. And so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go Google this problem and find a solution on my own just to, to share a simple example. And so I find that sometimes the best way to convince somebody that they're wrong is to follow their logic to its conclusion. Uh, And in most cases with the kind of stacks and the processes that we're looking at, that end result, that conclusion is not sales and not sales development. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's amazing how many times, even from our own business, right, with breadcrumbs, we go through and we we talk to prospects and, and we'll try the same thing, right? Go click on a form, go put your email in, and crickets, right? And it's yeah. not because they're not trying. They're not trying to uh, to dissing with you. They just don't know that there's these gaps. Yeah. Um, you know, how often uh, or, or, or how long does it typically take for you guys to go and take a look at a, at a business and say like, hey, here's some really actionable things that you guys can do within the first maybe couple of days or first couple of weeks. Is that stuff, yeah. is, is there small steps that you can take or we can take back to our own teams right now and just say, hey, Maybe a quick little audit of just this form would be helpful. Like, what are some things that you that might be good tips uh, in the short term for businesses? Yeah, yeah. I think a, a short term one is you take all your statuses, take all your stages, lay them out in a row, put a row above them, and then that row should represent the buyer's goals at mm-hmm. those stages. So, in if I'm just a you know, everybody has like some attempting to contact status, like we're trying to reach them. Okay. So, when I'm trying to reach this prospect, what are they trying to do? Like, what do they want? Uh, What content do they want to see? What problem are they focused on? Uh, You could do this per persona because, you know, our solutions touch different. different segments and and we could kind of break it up, but literally saying like, if a lead exists in this status, what are they most likely trying to get done right now? Yeah. And I think that that's powerful, not even just for the executives, but even for like a rep, right? On the oh, individual yeah. contributor level to know, hey, they're probably not ready for that meeting quite yet, right? Exactly. You know? Uh, yeah. And maybe put them in their place a little bit and be a little bit more long-term thinking than short-term deal, you know, focused. Yeah. And but that comes with the pressure, right? Like you can't knock the salespeople and the, the founders too much because we all have these goals and these growth initiatives and we're trying to get there. And I think this is just a, an, a kind of a situation where the pressure gets too much and you start to lose that empathy because you're just trying to chase your number so much. <clears throat> Definitely. Well, Sebastian, I think we're close to time here. So thanks so much for joining us. This is an awesome presentation. Uh, yeah, I did post the the offer in the chat. So, so for folks that want to um, take a look at that, uh, copy that link over. Uh, and yeah, appreciate you joining us. Best of luck the rest of the summer. And we'll hopefully yeah. chat soon. Same here. I'm looking forward to the other, uh, other hot take sessions today too. Definitely. Thanks, Sebastian. Thanks.